What's up, historians and fellow dorks? Innistrad Midnight Hunt spoilers are currently dropping, and we're going to let you know which cards will be worth crafting on this Please Slow Down With All The Products Wizards You're Giving Us An Anxiety Attack episode of Manorant. But first, I'm Hoshi, your host, and he who can barely read. Hooked on Phonics did not work for me, as anyone who watched last week's episode can tell. Uh, I, I talked about uh, Throws of Chaos, and uh, I think I called it Theros of Chaos, or Theories of Chaos. I, I was going to put a clip of it on here of me like screwing up saying it over and over again, uh, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Ju- just me watching it almost gave me a brain aneurysm last week, so yeah. I-, I can't I can't do it to you, <laughs> to you guys. Uh, now you know how I feel every time I just have a regular conversation with your ass, you know? <laughs> I-, I feel like I'm about to have a fucking aneurysm, like, almost immediately. Yeah, yeah, fair. I get that. Uh, <laughs> and as always... Uh, I'm joined by a man who refers to his erectile dysfunction as a case of the old zombie dick. Well, hopefully he can afford some of those resurrection pills. We have Drunken Dork. Uh, what is up, everyone? I, when I read this, like, we, you know, there's there's writing involved in this. You know, there is, we are doing a lot of this on the fly, but we also do a bit of writing ahead of time. And Hoshi generally makes these intros. And I was reading the intro, I was like, what the fuck is this? And like, so I make little animations for the bottom corners. I'm like, I don't even know what to add in my damn animation because I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's what I did. Uh, yeah, I, my wiener is just not working these days, I guess. <laughs> Thank you, Hoshi. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I thought you already told everybody. So uh, I, uh, whoops. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyways, (laughs) also, uh, as you can see, uh, our long lost co-host is still gone. I'm talking about Michael Apollo, uh, supposedly in Air Force boot camp. Or has he been abducted by aliens who were studying his small brain by vigorously probing him? Uh, you know, it's all possible. As far as I mean, either his small brain or how someone can um, consume as much as he can. You know, <laughs> he had like it's pretty. It's pretty magnificent when you see it in the wild. That's true. Yeah, he is a a marvel when it comes to uh, like eating out of a pig trough, basically, <laughs> or at least yes. he he used to be. So that would be well worth studying. Uh, anyways, thank you for joining us. Uh, we are the Mana Dorks, a couple of friends slash idiots who love magic and have been playing the game for most of our lives. Uh, and you are listening to the Mana Rant podcast where we talk about everything in magic, the gathering, but mainly focus on the historic format, our, our current love. Uh, and our show segments move through the phases of magic with our main phases being our main show topics. And tonight that's going to be uh, our Innistrad spoiler picks. Uh, time hacks as well as a full breakdown of the episode will be in the description below. Now let's uh, jump straight into the show with our untap phase. Untap. 
And untap is a quick phase where we just uh, untap some drinks. So, Drunken, what are you drinking tonight? I am going strong. Still got this kegerator back here. As, as long as um, my wife allows it, it's going to be there. And I'm going to be constantly consuming. Like I said last week, you're just going to see me start ballooning as episodes <laughs> go. This is going to be my video journal of, like, usually, like, there's before and after of, like, people going through workout regimes. But me, it's going to be a drinking regime. It's and, like the exact uh, opposite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You should and do I that. just got a... Uh, I got a, um, what is this, a hazy pale ale is one of my uh, taps, so. Yeah. Nice, dude. Haze deep? Uh, that sounds pretty good. What is it? What's, any flavors to it, or is it just a, like, standard IPA? It's, like, real fruity, like, real citrusy. I don't know. It's really good. Okay, cool. Nice. Uh, me, I, uh, you know, I was on the road all this week, and I got to go buy a Sprouts, uh, which is kind of like another Whole Foods type store, and they had a bunch of these uh, these hard kombuchas, uh, which I, I really enjoy these. I know a lot of people don't like uh, kombucha, which I get, but this one has alcohol in it, so it makes it okay, and <laughs> this one is Strange Beast, and it's uh, 7%. And it's got a uh, ginger, Ooh, baby, ginger, lemon, and hibiscus, and it is—it's really good, man. I wish I had a sprouts by me so I could just uh, get more of this stuff. Uh, but yeah, anyways, uh, cheers. That, this is a shocker. This is like a first for you. Mm. No, like ridiculous hoity-toity whiskey <laughs> drinks for you today. No yeah. bourbon, nothing. I was excited to drink these. Uh, yeah, I, I like okay. hard kombucha, like I said. And uh, I have to wake up at a somewhat recent time tomorrow, uh, so I, I don't need to wake up on my uh, kitchen floor or anything, you know? So, yeah. Smart. Yeah. Using the old whatever you got left in there. I try every once in a while. <laughs> Anyways, cheers, Drunken Dork, and cheers to everybody out there. Yeah, cheers, everyone. All right. Let's uh, get into the show with our uh, upkeep. Upkeep, get ya upkeep! Alright, so Upkeep is our Reddit rant segment where we look to the internet for people ranting about Magic the Gathering. And this week, we'll be visiting the Facebook MTG Arena group, or Magic the Gathering Arena MTG group, sorry. <laughs> so, and this is basically, I think this is like the historic group, isn't it? They just like changed the name. It's like mostly historic topics generally. I think so. Or no. I, I think, yeah, I think it is. I think you're right. Yeah, I, I don't recognize it. They must have just changed the name of it. But, I believe uh, they did, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's look at Joshua. And Joshua this week uh, is ranting about, uh, you know, kind of let's get into some more paranoia fringe type things about the shuffler in the matchmaker. And uh, let's get into a Reddit rant investigation with Joshua here. So, I've seen a few comments on the following topics, and I'm starting to believe it a bit. Does anyone here ever build a deck with a specific strategy? And then, game one, you face off against a deck with some obscure cards that rarely see play, but is the worst thing your deck could possibly face? Examples. I played around with the idea of Mono Black Reanimator. First game before it even starts, my opponent drops Leyline of the Void. I've never seen it played other than as a sideboard. Dude is main decking it. Built a bounce bant. 
All come into play triggers. They drop turn to Hushbringer, much more common and easily removed than the mono black uh, as with an enchantment, but come on! There are more examples, and I'm not screaming conspiracy here, or is he? But it's happening often enough that I've given the possibility some merit. Yeah, Joshua. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think, um, Yeah, there is like, man, I feel like you've really been hitting home with me picking these. I don't <laughs> see these ahead of time generally. Mm-hmm. I like I like the suspense of you reading it to me and then like me having an aneurysm when you like misread something, you know? Um, yeah. But uh, this this one and like the past few, like, dude, this, this kind of shit happens to me all the time, especially because I'm... You know, I like to brew up some wild brews sometimes. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be really good in the meta, except, you know, it's going to be really bad, except against this one archetype. And um, and I feel like I go out and I play and like three out of the five games I play are like versus that one type that my deck goes (laughs) bad against. And I'm like, what? in the actual fuck is going on right now with arena <laughs> and uh so i feel you joshua yeah i feel you yeah I, I i felt this one hit perfectly because uh you know this week like i tybalt's trickery was uh like uh-huh. making my brain bleed at certain points i was so sick of seeing it so everyone else too, yeah you know? i am not the only one right so like you shared a link about people that were like you know talking about hate cards for it which i love building hate strategies for like powerful yeah. decks like that so I made mono. Uh, I actually made Orzov humans, and it had a bunch of nice. hate built in for uh, Tybalt's trickery because I played like seven Tybalt trickery decks in a row. You know, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" So I built that deck, and I was like, "All right, here we go." You know, and then, so no Tybalt trickery decks after that. I went like fifteen games without like running into one. I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> like I'm ready, bring it on. You yeah. know, and then just <laughs> so you know what, Joshua, I feel you and. I think you're onto something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On this Reddit rant investigation. Well, I think Joshua's onto something. If you see someone else out there that's onto something in a Reddit rant investigation, send it our way. You know, I might. Uh, or if it's just like straight up hilarious you know please absolutely send it our way or yeah or just a random lunatic on the internet we like those too those are those are good (laughs) those are sometimes our favorites so uh yeah all right let's move on to our draw phase let's draw all right and so draw is a little combo uh phase that we have and so we're going to start it off with mtg news with our favorite Big-headed anchor, uh, Drunken Dork. So, Drunken Dork, I know we have uh, some codes this week. Do you have those codes available for us? Um, I know uh, one of them is Scale Up, and yeah. uh, that one's good. Uh, that one's 3,000 points experience is what it adds to your um, your your like progress, which is actually pretty good because Mastery. I finished out my... my um, Mastery. My, Mastery, yeah, it finished it out for me. I think I had like three levels left, and it was just like boom, immediately done. Nice. And uh, the even better one is I don't I don't remember what it's called. What is it? Parcel mayor. Yeah, mirror, mirror, parcel mirror. Yeah, mirror. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that one's great. Uh, Mm -hmm. because it comes with like five 
like or two rare cards and like three um card styles right yeah and, and gold. then gold yeah. and then experience as well yeah that was their like uh we're sorry <laughs> that the client yeah. is completely jacked up and has been like ruining people's lives uh so <laughs> it's been there bad. was a point in time where i turned on um arena and I didn't even like I had decks and I should have taken a screenshot of it. Mm-hmm. I had decks in my deck profiles that I haven't had in like a year and they were just there. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Is, what is this doing here? Like and none of the decks that I play were there. It was just a bunch of old ass decks that I made. Oh, that's so, crazy. Uh, yeah, it was super bizarre. What a weird uh, glitch. Yeah, there's been a whole bunch recently. Uh, yeah. But yes, so that that was news. There really wasn't that much. There was a, uh, I think the other thing was there was a banned and restricted, but it was for Popper. Uh, so, you know, mm-hmm. n- nothing for us yeah. there. Uh, anyways, uh, let's go into the other part of Draw, which is, uh, hey, what have we been playing this week? Uh, Drunken, take it away. Um, so I've been playing a, a lot of Magic once again. I think uh, Arena is super healthy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not historic so much, but... With things like these midweek madnesses that they're doing, or yeah. whatever the fuck they call them, mm-hmm. um, with they had Popper last week, and I talked about it extensively. This week it's Artesian mm-hmm. um, or Artisan or Artisan um, <laughs> Artisan. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, Artisan. There you go. Mm-hmm. Jeez. Um, anyway, I have been playing a shit ton of this. I made a Reanimator deck. That is super sweet, and uh, unlike last week, this week we're talking about it um, while it's live. So if you have a chance and you haven't played it yet, you should go in there. If you don't have the deck, you could go to our Aether Hub account, and um, which will be in show notes. Should be in the show notes. Yeah. Um, and you can go. You can go find my deck there. It's super sweet. Like I feel like so. I have been winning probably about four out of five games I've been playing. Um, and then like maybe 20% of the time I'm winning, they just see me like play a stitcher supplier, uh, followed by a, another like graveyard, um, like deck to graveyard card. And, uh, they'll see like a reanimator spell in my graveyard and like a big ass creature. And then they just concede. Like, that's how freaking powerful it is. Like, I don't think people are expecting it in, uh, artisan, but, um, artisan, but uh, it's really, really good. And then another thing I want to talk about was, um, like you were just saying, uh, because the format is like so specific right now, you're seeing a whole fucking lot of uh, Tibble's Trickery yeah. and um, the um, that other um, Flicker card, the one that has Evoke. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I see a lot of those two decks. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I try to make a Hate Bears deck which is like my, I love those style of decks mm-hmm. um, that was really good for the meta. And it is like pretty much, I'd say like three out of every four times I go against Tibble's Trickery with that deck, I win. Yeah. Um, they just can't do anything against it, you know, because I have I have enough hate in there to just hate them out. Yeah. And then also with that um, Evoke deck, it's also really good against it. Mm-hmm. It's better when they have... Um, it's better when they have uh what's the vampire blood artist yeah opposed to the other vampire mm-hmm. um but it still works really well and it still can handle um that deck pretty good um the problem is 
it's really bad against elves and i feel like every fucking time <laughs> i go on and i play i'll play like three elf decks in a row like elves yeah. are still so popular in the format and they it's are. not surprising because they're powerful they oh are yeah. super powerful absolutely yeah, and, and yeah, if you spent the rares to get that elf deck too, you're like not just gonna abandon it, you know. So I totally get why people play it. I mean, it's a it's a very you know rare heavy deck to to be able to get in specific rares, right? Like we talk about that where like if you if you built that deck, right, those cards aren't usable in anything else. So a lot of people want to like get their money, pretty from, much, you yeah. know, out of that deck. So yeah, I feel you. I'm it's the same way. I was playing against a ton of elves when I was playing my hate my hate deck too, and I was like, what the hell? You know, <laughs> where's yeah? Where's, it's it's really bad because like hate bears are good against like mono red aggro, gruel aggro, um, tibble's trickery, mm-hmm. the um, evoke deck or whatever it's called. But like, yeah, else it just cannot. It's just way too wide. Yeah. And uh, it just can't deal with it. And man, I, I, I mean, like the thing is like. Else to me, they, it is a really cool deck. It's nice that it, it's in our format, but it just plays out the same way like every single time. So oh, yeah. to me, it just gets really boring to play. Absolutely. Nothing against you if you play it. If you like that style of playing and you play it, do it. Yeah. But like something like Hate Bears is like really my bread and butter when it comes to magic because mm-hmm. like it really is about like um, methodical thinking of like what your opponent's playing, yeah. you know? Like um, it's much like, more interactive. You can generally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Way more interactive. Like you can kind of see like as they play spells like, OK, they turn to cycle that one card. So you're like, OK, they want to make a treasure. More than likely, they're playing Tibble's Trickery. So rather than turn two, I'm going to of uh, playing like Scavenging Ooze. I'm going to play, um, I don't know, something else, that card that doesn't allow them to cast cards outside of their hand so mm-hmm. um, uh, I, I, I know which one you're talking about. The Dranith uh, Magistrate. Yes, exactly. Uh, um, you know, so like it kind of opens up like uh, a thought process there of really like knowing the meta and uh, and knowing your deck and your opponent's deck. And it, it just turns out to be a, a really fun. It just sucks against else. yeah i mean but that's that's any deck that you play right like any deck is always going to have like a weak part against it like that you know like our reddit runner was talking about like you know it's just it just happens you always run into uh you know and it seems like like he was saying uh i feel like almost the client does try to find whatever your weakness is like at some points and put you against it it almost feels like that maybe that's just you know paranoia absolutely does (laughs) it it feels like it, it does though it's like the rock, paper, scissors of magic, right? Like if one deck was good against everything, then everyone would play it and it'd be boring. And that's why cards get banned. So yeah, yeah it's nice that you have that. Just sucks when like, yeah, exactly. Like the Red Arander was saying. <laughs> You're like, yay, new deck I'm going to try out. And then Arena's like, the fuck you are. <laughs> no, 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 you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got. Not I'm, here. Not I, got, I got something for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, um, for me, I, I I didn't get a chance to play this much. I was on the road this week, uh, but I did get to uh, make like that that Orzhov humans deck that I was talking about. And man, it is sweet. There's a lot of good hate in that deck, and then humans can be very strong. Uh, and we got some pretty good additions to it with uh, Historic Horizons, with like you know uh, the Ranger Captain of Eos and some other great stuff uh, that's in there and that Dranith Magistrate is really good against a lot of decks right now there's just a lot of uh, hate that humans has that's good against a lot of stuff and uh, man yeah I've had a good time and it's yeah it's definitely like 
a, a deck that's more interactive and you have to think about what you're uh, doing. It's not, it's like fair magic is what I felt like I was playing Absolutely, with it. it is. You know, it's very fair magic because I, I feel like a lot of decks right now are not, <laughs> are not playing fair magic. They're playing like, I do ridiculous crap with my graveyard and like, you know, just to cascade stuff out of my deck and like, it feels weird to play a deck that doesn't do any goddamn nonsense like that. But it's strong, and it's strong against those decks, which is what makes it work. Because uh, if not, like you just really can't play Fair Magic in this current meta, it feels like, unless you're packing some heat against those kind of decks. Uh, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's really all I've got to play. Uh, anything else? Uh, no, that's it. Sweet, dude. All right, well, with that, then, we will move into our main phase. Main phase one. All right, in main phase one this week, we're going over uh, some Innistrad spoilers that we think are going to be awesome in Historic, or at least, you know, we're excited about. Uh, so let's start it off in uh, Drunken Dork. Take it away with your first pick. All right, uh, so my first pick is going to be Champion of the Perished. And uh, we kind of talked about this card already, um, but it's one black mana for a creature, zombie, at rare. And it says, whenever another zombie enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one, plus one counter on Champion of the Perished. And it is a 1-1. One, one. So um, I love this card. I really like that it, they kind of did a play on words with Champion of the Perish. Yeah, um, cute. And uh, it, it just, it the freaking, um, the the card like looks sweet. It mm. I don't know how like potentially good it's going to be in historic, but I think it's definitely going to be playable. Like I know uh, I've seen on Reddit people before talking about like zombie, like the possibility of playing zombies in um, historic. Mm -hmm. And this has been a thing that's been on Reddit for, you know, like since historic's existence where people are talking about it because it's always just been like tier three. Yeah. Right. Like not even tier two. It's been, it's just been bad. Yeah. And, um, I think with cards like Champion of the Parish, it's pushing zombie tribal in the right direction. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and it can uh, really push like an aggressive uh zombie style deck. So I'm hoping I'm hoping this pushes it to at least tier two. Um what do you think? I think it will. Uh and it, one thing that you you know, uh, a tribal deck needs to have in the power level that Historic is at is powerful one drops, especially in something like, uh, you know, black that doesn't have ramp. This is going, this is yeah. huge, huge for zombies, yeah. I think, uh, because this thing can get very large very quickly, especially with uh, some of the other cards we're going to look at that can dump out a bunch of zombies onto the field. And there's, there's some good lords for zombies. There's a bunch of good stuff, but like, it's just like it doesn't have the ramp. It's not elves. It can't keep up with elves, right? Um, for the most part. But now we're like with this, you can get a huge beater out of a one drop, which is, I yeah. mean, insane. Uh, so I think this is definitely moving in the right direction to make a a playable zombies deck. Uh, so yes, I love it. Hopefully, yeah, yeah, I love it. I love zombies too. So uh, all right, cool. Speaking, cool, man. What's what's your card? My card is also a zombie. <laughs> I thought I keep it. Yeah, so. Mine is Tainted Adversary, uh, which is a creature zombie, and it's a two-drop at uh, Mythic Rare. And for a two-drop, it's a 2-3 with Death Touch, which is pretty solid stats, I think. 
Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, for a mythic, you hope it's at least somewhat decent and it's got extra on top of that. So, uh, when tainted adversary enters the battlefield, you may pay two and a black. So three and any, any number of times. So it's kind of like a kicker, right? And then, uh, when you pay this cost uh, one or more times, put that many 1-1 counters on Tainted Adversary. Then create twice that many 2-2 black zombie creature tokens with Decay. So this thing I think is really awesome compared with uh, you know Champion of the Parish because you're potentially getting a bunch of uh, zombie tokens entering the battlefield all at once with this guy that are going to boom, 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 yeah. boom. Like, you know, put a bunch of counters on him. Uh, this thing also gets bigger depending on the amount of times you kick it and you get those uh, decay zombie tokens, which, uh, you know, that that could be huge. This is a lot of potential zombies coming from one guy. So I, I think it's good in the early game because it's a, it's a pretty solid body that can help protect you. It's got death touch. It's 2-3 yep. uh, for 2 mana. And then in the late game, it also has playability when you have a, a bunch of lands. You're not, you know, you're not upset to draw this when you have 8 mana because you're going to get a lot out of it. So uh, I like the card. I think it's solid all around. And uh, you know, I hope it goes well. In, but you know, in zombies. In zombies, I think it'll be yeah. solid. Uh, what do you think, Drunken? Uh, yeah, you know, I could actually see this in other things besides zombies, but mm. yeah, I, I do like it. Um, I think, yeah, the, you summed it up perfectly. It's, I think it's good in the beginning. It is a body. And then in the late game, it's not so bad. I like all the adversaries, yeah. you know, they all have this, um, kicker effect on them. I don't know why the fuck they didn't just call it multi kicker, you know, but <laughs> who knows? You know, they're just, yeah, who knows? Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's cool. Um, I don't think we've quite talked about the decayed effect. So a decayed no. creature, it um, it can't it can't block, mm-hmm. and when it attacks, you have to sacrifice it at the end of combat. So yeah. like that is the downfall of this. Is yeah, you get a bunch of two two zombies, but they can only attack once. So you need to do it at the right possible moment because they can't block anyway. Yeah. Um. So you can't like make a bunch of zombies for blockers. You. Uh, this is definitely going into an aggressive deck. Yeah, there is a uh, a blue card that turns all your tokens into three threes. Uh, the the Stitcher guy, I forget what it is. You like flip it into like doll into like a doll uh, like engine or something. Oh like yeah, that. I saw that guy. Yeah, yeah. it's another the blue black one, right? Yeah, and I think that plays really well with the the. Uh, the decays but yeah you'd have to play demir zombies which is uh people love demir zombies so maybe that'll be a thing with it as well but yeah the decays right or maybe you want to sacrifice stuff right you might get death triggers or something out of it so That's you know true. there's another great like there's death in zombies is always a good thing uh yeah you know, agreed zombies take a, uh, advantage of that so decay could be really good for them if you plan it out right all right sweet uh next uh drunken what do you got Okay, so this one is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked this Curse of Shaken Faith. It is one in a red for an enchantment or a curse at rare. Um, you don't see curses that often, and I think you almost never see them in constructed play. <laughs> yeah. um, and it said, it, uh, Enchant player, whenever enchanted player casts a spell other than the first spell they cast each turn or copies a spell, Curse of Shaken Faith deals two damage to them. So um, I really, uh, I like this card and I don't think it's going to be a main board card. I mm-hmm. picked this because I definitely think it's going to be a good sideboard card. 
Um, especially looking at the meta right now, there's a lot of like incredibly aggressive decks with things like uh, faithless looting, like red decks with faithless looting. Oh yeah, uh, red blue, you know, red red blue. Um, there's a lot of green elf decks which are just dumping their hands. Yep. You know, so this it punishes decks like that. You know. And um, I think this is just going to be a good sideboard option mm-hmm. uh, for for players who are trying to like reanimate their phoenixes or do something like that. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's that's why I picked this. Yeah, and I, and yeah. maybe yeah. my green white enchantments will be a uh, deck will be a green white red enchantments deck, and it'll <laughs> be something like this. Okay, that um, that goes in and actually punishes my opponents. Yeah. That's cool, man. Uh, yeah, this, I mean, against those decks, this is devastating. Uh, if anyone yeah. tries to storm off, right, this will kill them. <laughs> they want, yeah. Unless they're able to actually deal with you before uh, this kills them, one card can kill somebody doing storm easily. Uh, yeah. So I like it. I like It's an anti-strategy uh, card, which is always cool. Um, and then, you know, if uh, something starts popping up in the meta that becomes a, uh, you know, a high contender, this this could be great against it. I love anti-cards like this. Uh, so good pick. So do I. Like yeah. Prism-style cards? Like, yeah. hey, fuck you for trying to play an unfair deck. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you think you're... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not playing fair magic. Let's uh, let's fix that. So, yeah, pretty mm-hmm. sweet. This mm-hmm. is a cool card, uh, especially if you're playing Burn or something too, right? You really... Oh, yeah, I mean, it's people. a great sideboard option for Burn, for oh, sure. crazy. Uh, all right, sweet. Let's go to next, and this is my pick, which is Faithful Mending which is uh it's a two cost card in an instant it is uh azorius which is a white and a blue and it's a uncommon in an instant you gain two life draw two cards then discard two cards uh so this is faithless looting basically but you draw two life or you gain two life right and it also has flashback which is three uh it's one colorless and then a white and a blue so it's the flashback cost is almost exactly the same. Of course, it's a little yeah. more restricted than Faithless Looting because this is Azorius colors. You need to have the white and the blue. So the the mana is more restricted, and it's well, two, and it's two mana. It's right? two for the initial yeah for the initial casting cost of it. The flashback is yeah. om- is almost the same cost, but you yeah. also gain two life. So it is uh, you know better in that way. Uh, than faithless looting but it's the exact yeah. same thing you draw two cards and then discard two cards and this is in azorius so this is not you don't even have to run red to be able to get this effect uh so i think this is uh you know a pretty significant card because uh, faithless looting is is crazy and if you want to play that card and you are not running red and you're running azorius which azorius loves to draw cards right and get rid of stuff yeah. so and then having the flashback uh ability with it too I, I absolutely think this is going to see play. What do you think, Drunken? Um, yeah, so first I want to mention, I think it was CY in our Discord, which mm-hmm. if you uh, are not part of our Discord, you should join our Discord. Uh, it's a bunch of cool dudes yeah. and ladies who talk about um, historic specifically all the time. We have deck lists and stuff in there. But I think it yeah. was CY in our Discord. I think that was who it was. Yeah. Uh, who was uh, who's like, oh, man, this is like I'm in love with this card. Because, yeah. yeah, this card, uh, this it looks really sweet. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely think we're going to see it in Historic. Uh, I really like the flashback on it, uh, that it only adds one more colorless mana to it. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just something interesting, because you don't see 
this effect on white and blue no like often so um yeah i i just really like it for that aspect i like the game to life with it too it's like it's yeah yeah it's great yeah i mean it's it's faithless looting with gaining two life you know like and it's at instant yeah. speed um so it's you know that is better faithless looting is a sorcery right so yep. this is even yep. better so you in, pay in, the extra mana initially yeah. for the instant speed basically yeah and and yeah it's like so the blue part of this card is drawing two, discarding two, and the white part of this card is gaining two life <laughs> which is so fucking measly but you know that's the reality hey of it, man right? you, you know uh two life can keep you alive a lot of the time it really can, does though yeah. it really does and this right. is potentially for life so uh yeah yep. i i think this card's really good um yeah i i mean and control needs this i think because control is kind of suffering i feel like in uh you know in historic right now it just can't really keep up with the craziness going on so you know it might help out control i'm not really a big control player but i I do see the potential in this card uh so next drunken uh another curse from you man (laughs) yeah so here i am with another curse like i said these aren't ever played in um you know uh fucking constructed um matches but yeah i'm gonna pick another one because it's good and we've talked about it before it's curse of silence for one white mana and it's enchantment or a curse enchant player as curse of silence enters the battlefield choose a card name spells with the chosen name enchanted player cast cost two more to cast whenever enchanted player casts a spell with the chosen name you may sacrifice curse of silence if you do draw a card um so i really like this um i don't think it fits well in us in all sideboards but i think it fits well in some sideboards and mm-hmm. i actually do think it fits well in main boards and best of one yeah um in certain decks because like you can kind of like the meta is kind of known you know unless you're playing against like some some new brew or something yeah it's going to be like one of many decks that you see on the ladder and um I think it just works well. It, it really slows down your opponent for Tibble's trickery's sake. Like, you know, when they go to play that, whatever the Cascade card is throws, called, what is that called? Throws of Chaos. Not not Thero- of Chaos. Not Theros and not Theories. Yeah, Throws of Chaos, yes. Okay, so when someone goes to play Throws of Chaos, you know, if or if this is out before they play it, then Throws of Chaos now costs six mana. And yeah. then when they do cast it, you can sacrifice it and draw a card, you know, mm. like... That's really good for one mana. Yeah. I think um I think you're gonna actually see this card kind of a bit. Maybe not in best of one so much, but I think in um best of three, mm-hmm. you're gonna see it sideboarded in because uh it's gonna slow down some opponents like uh really bad. Absolutely. Yeah, I think this is really good also uh in an in I like Orzoff, uh, obviously if you look at my little uh symbol up there. Uh but in Orzoff deck because if you can see your opponent's hand too and then figure out, you know, uh even if it's an unknown deck to you, right? You can get the use out of this. Um you can discard something yeah. and then something else that's in their hand that's uh you know possibly troubling to you, boom, you drop this, right? And once again, these are one drop cards and one drops yeah. in historic are 
you know, essential. Like, this is a high-power deck, uh, you know, so being able to make those early plays to stop somebody's later plays, huge. So, I, yeah, I absolutely think this is great, and it's a yeah. super good hate card, so it's right up your alley. <laughs> I like it. So here we go. Turn one, Thoughtseize. Uh-huh. Turn two, Curse <laughs> of Silence, <laughs> and Thoughtseize again. <laughs> or or Kozilek or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> And then, yeah. and then the, and then concede, right? Yeah, basically, <laughs> the, yeah. The other person's ripping their hair out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think, love it. I think it's great. This is a good pick, man. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. All right, cool. Uh, let's move on then. Uh, my next pick is Adeline Resplendent Cather, Cathar, uh, which is a three drop. Uh, it is one and two white. For a legendary creature, Human Knight, at rare, and it is star four for its uh, for its power and toughness. So, it has Vigilance, and Adeline Resplendent Cather's power is equal to the number of creatures you control. Uh, whenever you attack, for each opponent, uh, so mainly like, you know, commander, uh, unless they ever add multiplayer to, uh, you know, arena, uh, create a 1-1 white human creature token that's tapped and attacking that player or planeswalker they control. So, uh, this has uh, echoes of uh, Brimaz, king of... Ors, Ors, Orsco, Orsco? Uh, man, I, I'm not even going to try that. Uh, we already know my reading <laughs> ability. <laughs> it's a Brimaz, uh, which was back from uh, the Theros. Yeah, Araskos. There we go. He's from the Theros block, uh, and he was a $50 card when he dropped. And I think there's a lot of comparisons that you can make with with Brimaz and uh, Adeline here. They both have the exact same casting cost. Uh, their stats are very similar, uh, except for, uh, you know, Adeline could actually have much higher, uh, attack power than Brimaz can, uh, you know, depending on how many creatures you have. Uh, now the, the downside, uh, is that Brimaz got a creature also while he's blocking and the cat creatures that he got, uh, had vigilance. Okay. Now the, the, where I think Adeline is better than Brimaz is if you look at the text on the bottom part, it says whenever you attack, not whenever Brimaz or like, right? Brimaz had to attack or block to get the creature. You don't have to attack with Adeline to get the human creature token. So you can attack with anything, a flying creature or whatever, and you get that human. Yeah. Uh, so I think Adeline is better in that way because you can immediately start getting uh you know, value out of her the second you drop her, uh, because you know neither of these have haste, so you can immediately start getting that human creature token the second uh, that Adeline comes down, and then she can become potentially gigantic. Uh, so, I I really like this card. Uh, what do you think, Drunken? Um, yeah, I do like it. Um, I'm interested to see where this will fit into historic. Um, it's yeah, it is three mana and it's two white white. So maybe in a white weenie style deck, mm-hmm. which we haven't seen in a while. It's existed in historic. Yeah. Um, it's just been a while since we've seen something like that because, you know, really green red just overthrows that deck. Um, but maybe this will be a piece that'll uh, help propel it forward. The only problem I have with it is mm-hmm. it dies to removal, you know, and it yeah. doesn't have um, haste. 
It doesn't. That's my main problem. But you do get that. Uh, you do get that if you have another creature on the board. Which, if you're playing white weenies, you will. You'll get that human creature token if you attack, right? Yeah. So it yeah. doesn't need to attack to actually get it. So that's where I think really the power of this is is that whenever you attack. Um, now, also, it's human, and like you were saying, I was I was just playing humans this week, and they're they're very strong. Actually, they have a lot of good utility with them, uh, and like they have a lot of good hate with them too. Like, uh, uh, what's his name? The uh, you know the guy that stops you from casting things outside of your your hand, and uh, you know containment priest. And there's all this. Yeah, like, yeah. There's a lot of really good humans right now uh, that are that are coming in, and so I think Adeline kind of slots right into that deck perfectly. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I definitely understand what you're saying with that, the downside of that. Uh, but yeah, I like it. I think, yeah, we'll see. I, I'm I hoping it, yeah, I'm hoping it does great. Like I would like to see a resurgence of white weenie. It's a fun deck to play, you know, it's, yeah. it's, um, yeah, it's good. It's fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot it, of, good it has potential buffs. to be fast at least. Yeah. There's some good human stuff coming in with this set too. So hopefully, uh, we see some, uh, you know, some humans, popping up again i always like some good uh you know tribal with some some tricks to them so uh absolutely all right so that was uh that was main phase one we're gonna split this up uh in between main phase one and two so uh with that let's move into our combat phase combat. and combat is our horseshit card game so take it away drunken all right, everyone. So this is the horseshit card game. Uh, this is a game where I name five magic cards. Thing is, four of them in are, are in historic and one of them isn't. And it's up to this drunken idiot and all you idiots out there to figure out which one of these cards is not in historic. So Hoshi, uh, having not looked at this yet, Mm-hmm. You've done pretty good so far. You lost last week. Though. I did. That one was mine. I get it. I'm claiming it. It was me. Yeah, that's um, that painful. Definitely blew I need to my a fucking ego. tiara or something to wear. <laughs> um, how are you feeling this week? I I don't know. I mean, I'm feeling a little shaken after last week. You know, I felt invincible before that, but now I've I've known defeat. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. Well, well see. I got good news for you, buddy. Oh yeah, what's that? Um. Orzhov is your favorite color, so I decided color combination. So mm-hmm. I decided to go with Orzhov cards. Ooh. So maybe you'll know them all, right? Like <laughs> potentially. I mean, you're the fucking Orzhov king, according to you. So. Maybe I know. If you don't. You're really letting down the fucking the. You're really letting Orzhov down. I okay. I guess so. So well, well fuck it. Okay. All right. Cool. Let's go, dude. You ready? All right, here we go. So the first card is going to be Veiled Shade. It is two and a black for a creature shade. It has an ability that is one and a black. Veiled Shade gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. And it is a two, two. Okay. Next is Congregate. It is three and a white for an instant. And it says target player gains two life for each creature on the battlefield. The third one is Star Crown Stag. It is three and a white for a creature elk. It says whenever Star Crown Stag attacks, tap target creature defending player controls. And it is a 3-3. The fourth one is Sorcerer of the Fang. It is one and a black for a creature human wizard. And it has five and a black tap. 
Sorcerer of the Fang deals two damage to target opponent or planeswalker, and it is a 1-3. And then finally, we have Utility Knife for one colorless mana. It is an artifact equipment. When Utility Knife enters the battlefield, attach it to target creature you control. Equip creature gets plus one, plus one, and it has equip three. So, uh, what are we thinking over there, Hoshi? <laughs> All right, so... Uh, initially, I'm feeling Veiled Shade, uh, I think is in. Star Crown Stag, I think is in. Utility Knife, I'm pretty solid on. Where I'm faltering is in between, uh, Sorcerer of the Fang and Congregate. Um, but Sorcerer of the Fang seems like I might have seen that before. Where Congregate, I don't know, like... I'm not I obviously don't recognize the art from it uh or the you know the actual card itself because it's bad uh, <laughs> and I don't see anyone playing this but uh yeah I, th- I think I mean which one of these cards is good I mean they're all bad yeah but I le- yeah. I, I don't recognize these ones so uh, I think I'm gonna go with congregate though that's uh that's the one that screams the that I, I have no fucking clue or ever seen this before so that's one uh, congregate final answer Congregate, Hoshi's final answer. Uh, I hope you all are guessing out there and got it right, because uh, once again, I am the fucking idiot here. You got yes. it right, buddy. Congregate Woo! is not in historic. Um, yeah, it's a piece of shit card. It's a trash card. I have seen this card so many times. Have I you? played so much. Like, yeah, I I have played so much draft from. I think it was like. It's been in so many sets. Okay. And I, I feel like I just always saw this stupid ass card. <laughs> um, yeah, it sucks. It's real bad. It's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. Yeah. Oh, I thought man. maybe like you'd seen it as much as me, so you'd be like, oh, yeah, fucking congregate. I see this all the time. No. But uh, no, in reality, <laughs> no, I'm just a big old dumb. Where's my dunce cap? I need to have a, a tiara and a dunce cap yeah. for when I get it right and wrong. Yes, we need to make that happen. Uh, yeah, or if anyone's got a good dunce cap out there that they know of, uh, send it our way that we can stick on drunken for <laughs> Yeah, to. please. Great. Well, how'd you guys do? I hope you guys uh, got it right along with me. Uh, let us know, and uh, let's move on to main phase two. Main phase two. All right, so this is the other uh, the other part of our uh, our spoilers. So uh, let's hop right back into it. Drunken, uh, take it away. All right, so uh, my first card here is going to be um, hostile, uh, hostile, hostile. <laughs> so um, it, this is a land at Mythic, and it taps for one colorless mana, and then also has an ability that says uh, one colorless mana tap. Sacrifice a creature, put a soul counter on hostile, hostile. Then if there are three or more soul counters on it, remove these counters, transform it, then untap it. Activate only as a sorcery. Oof. And then let me go to the transform side. That's going to be creeping in. So it, creeping in is an artifact creature horror construct. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite a mouthful. Yeah. Whenever creeping in attacks, you may exile a creature card from your graveyard. If you do, each opponent loses X life and you gain X life, mm. where X is the number of creature cards exiled with creeping in. And uh, it has one more ability here. It is uh, four colorless mana. Creeping in phases out. 
which is uh which is actually really cool because yeah. um it kind of protects itself mm-hmm. and um creeping in is a three seven so um the reason i picked this card is it's definitely doesn't fit in every deck no. but i i think there are a small amount of decks that this would fit well in and um that's something like artifacts i think this will fit well in okay um something where you're not using like a whole lot of colored mana like white blue artifacts mm-hmm. or um another one is going to be like uh Sactos. you yeah. know i think it works in something like that of course where um this it'll put on the the counters on this um pretty quickly if you're sacrificing your creatures um and it's just another sack outlet to do you know the shenanigans the Sactos wants to do um and the creature just seems good you know like i said four mana to protect itself mm-hmm. and then it's also like um having other abilities of having your opponent lose life, which I think in the um, artifact aggro deck, that's where this works well, because like it at like mid to late game, if uh, your opponents are starting to pick off your creatures, if you have the mana, you can sack them in response. And, um, and then you can turn this into a creature and finish them off. So, so the problem with this, I don't know if you noticed it, was uh, the sacrifice ability of the land is activate only as a sorcery. Yeah, the so sacrifice a creature, um, you can do any time though. But yeah, to become uh, a to, for the land to become a creature, yeah, it, it you have to do it at sorcery speed. Oh, okay, and then untap it. It's uh, I'm not sure. If it is or not, it's it's not very like um, intuitive because it all looks like one thing. So I don't know. We'll have to actually ch- only as a sorcery. Yeah, oh, maybe you're I right. I think it might be counter on hostile hostile. Yeah. So if that's true, I don't. No, yeah. Then if there then if there are three or more soul counters on on it, remove the counters. Tap it. Activate. Oh, maybe you're right. I can't. T- it's not very clear on that as whether it's uh you know it's the second part of it that's activated only as a sorcery or Dude, if it's the second. here sac- we are hosting a podcast and we're just fucking awful someone will <laughs> we'll figure it out we'll go to our uh discord okay we'll go ask someone there. i think it is They'll so know. all right well i mean it seems cool it, it would be much better if yeah uh, if it's sacrificed at instant speed then uh if not i don't i don't think it's going to be super usable uh, yeah, you know. if it's not, I also don't think so. I think you yeah. can, though. I think you can sacrifice them at instant speed. I don't think you can transform it, though. Hopefully. Hopefully yeah, I don't know. It. Who knows? We'll figure it out. <laughs> All right, then. Well, my next uh, pick is going to be Brutal Cathar. And this is a three drop. It's two and a white for a creature, human soldier werewolf at rare. And he is a 2 2. And he has, when this creature enters the battlefield or transforms into Brutal Cathar, uh, exile target creature and opponent controls until this creature leaves the battlefield and it's daybound. Uh, so this card seems super good to me. Uh, I got echoes of uh, Banisher Priest with this, but a better version of it. It's actually less restrictive in the mana than Banager Priest because it's only two and one, a single white to cast this. And you have the potential to, uh, you know, exile multiple creatures with this through the transforming. Uh, so this is daybound. So it, when it, it turns into nightbound, uh, it becomes this werewolf that then has ward, and your opponent would have to pay three life. 
uh, to be able to, you know, actually target this thing. Uh, and it would have first strike at that. It gets, you know, better stats. But then if it turns back into Brutal Cathar again, like so if it goes back today, you get to exile another creature with it. So uh, I don't know. I'm not completely sold on like the day and night kind of uh, mechanic here. But uh, what do you think, Drucken? Um, so, yeah, I do like this. And I do like the day and night mechanic, actually. Mm. Uh, it's like you said. Um, we've seen things like this before. It's not just Banisher Priest, but there's been other cards. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they've always, like, proven to be, like, decent. I like the fact that it's not, like, two of the same color mana. Um, and I actually really like the Transform. And it does something interesting here. So when it becomes the Transformed Werewolf, it has First Strike, and then it has Ward Pay 3 Life. Mm-hmm. And um, this is just really taxing to an opponent. So... Um, this this kind of card fits really well in like an aggressive style um, hate bears or death and taxes deck where, um, yeah, sure, you go and you exile them, but you're also coming in and hitting them. And if they want their shit back, they're going to have to potentially pay three life if um, if this thing transforms. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I really like it. I think this is a good thing. <clears throat> and yeah, then I definitely think we're going to see it. Yeah, and then we also have, uh, you know, Containment Priest and that kind of stuff that slots into humans, so it slots in there. And then, so if they even do kill it, right, and it enters the battlefield again, if you have something like Containment Priest, it just gets exiled. Uh, So, you know, it can't, this can just be straight removal if you have the right cards uh, to play around with this thing. Uh, So, yeah, yeah, uh, I think it's super powerful in the right kind of deck. Uh, All right, so next, and your last pick, Drunken Door. Go ahead. Um, so I just want to say real quick, you know, um, we also have cards like Delver of Secrets and Pithing Needle in the mm. format, but I think both Hoshi and I <laughs> want to pick new cards yeah. coming in, like that are brand new to Magic's existence and talk about them coming into Historic. Like, I think we both agree that Delver of Secrets and Pithing Needle are going to be used in oh, the format. Absolutely. And- yeah. Those are honorable mentions for sure. Uh, also, the other one that I wanted to talk about was. Uh, the uh, play with fire, which is just a better shock, you know, that is absolutely, oh, yeah, yeah, it, it's the new shock, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, but those are just like kind of honorable mentions. They're, they're not super interesting. They're just, yeah, they're coming in and they're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. But with that, yeah. my final one, sun gold sentinel, it is one in a white for a creature, human soldier, another human. And it says whenever sun gold sentinel enters the battlefield or attacks, exile up to one target card from a graveyard um which is a good ability oh yeah uh, because it is a it is a three two mm-hmm. but that's not it it says coven one and a white and uh it says so for this uh ability it says choose a color sun gold sentinel gains hex proof from that color until end of turn and can't be blocked by creatures of the color this turn uh, activate only if you control three or more creatures with different powers. So that is the Coven ability. We mm. haven't talked about it yet. We haven't talked about any abilities no. uh, that that this set is coming in. But Coven, basically, if you have three creatures with different powers on the battlefield, that's when it triggers. And I really like this, mm. um, especially in something like you already said, a um, a white like human um, weenie deck, you know, or possibly like a white black um death and taxes or white green hate bears like something Mm -hmm. like that i think it fits in really well into there because you do have a lot of different um powers 
uh, in those decks, like one, well, not a lot, but one, two, and three. And you have a big variance between those three. Mm-hmm. So the odds are that you're going to have one of each out is pretty high. And uh, the fact that you can just swing in and get Hexproof um, and Protection is is really good. Oh, yeah. uh, protection is really, really strong in Magic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like that a lot. Yeah, it, it, looks, it seems great. Uh, I'm just not completely sure on how Coven, uh, like like what they consider to be different powers. Does that mean an activated ability that they have, or is it just a different card? Like I haven't. So got- it's whatever's on the board at that moment. So the current board state. So it say you have a card that gets plus two plus zero every time you cast an instant or sorcery. Okay. And normally it's a two two. So if you cast an instant or sorcery, then it is a four two, mm-hmm. and uh, so that is a different power. And then if okay. you have a one three and then a two two, yeah. then you know there's a three different ones, not even counting itself. You know she okay. counts herself. Yeah. You know so. Cool. Um, yeah, I I think you know it. It's not too hard to achieve, and I think uh, just on its no. own. Uh, being able to attack in an exile cards is really powerful in the format right now. Exiling graveyard um, is is just like one of the best things you can do in our format. I think. Yeah, one of the most broken places in Magic is the graveyard, and uh, there's a yeah. lot of good humans. Uh, like I've been playing um, that that like uh, Orzov Commander guy uh, with the mustache and stuff. He's a legendary creature where he comes in and he exiles yeah. something. From, I can't remember his name right now. Uh, but yeah, and he's like, it's so many times it's come in clutch uh, to play him and just start like, you know, taking out your opponent's graveyard. So another card that does that in humans is um, amazing. <laughs> it, you, yeah. you know what I liked about all of the humans or the creatures we've named so far? I think every creature we've named has been, hum- has been human, I'm pretty sure. But uh-huh. they all get hit from collected company <laughs> oh all yeah yeah and th- and there's some and pretty good uh like human synergies with uh uh a selesnia this time too so uh yeah i mean the the new the angel sigarda and all that stuff there's so they there's a lot of good like selesnia human stuff going on in this one i'm not sure if it'll be worth it to make a you know a deck out of them to switch out but we'll see you know it might yeah. uh anything else on sun gold nope wait all right, my last pick is uh, Liar, Disciple of the Drowned. And it is a five drop, which is a lot, but it is three and two blue for a legendary human wizard at Mythic Rare. It's a three, four, and it has spells can't be countered. Uh, not this spell, not your opponent's spells, just spells. Spells can't be countered with this card when this card so i i believe that includes this card when you're casting it uh you know because normally it says this spell can't be countered but if it's just saying spells can't be countered then i assume that you know this falls into that and then no it doesn't no so it has to be on the battlefield and then spells can't be countered okay uh yeah are you sure about that 100% 100% because that text isn't like visible to the board state until mm. it's on the board. Okay. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure about that because that's the same thing as like Chandra where it says this spell can't be countered. That's not visible to yeah, the board so, state either. Yeah, though. if it says this spell can't be countered, then uh-huh. that's different. I'm Yeah, I'm almost positive. Yeah, because it's just a static ability on the card. 
that uh or a, a static text I, i'm pretty sure yeah I, that this can't be countered. i don't know we'll have to let us know in the comments if you know for sure about this but i'm pretty sure it's included in that um okay and then it also has each instant and sorcery card in your graveyard once again graveyard stuff has flashback and the flashback cost is equal to this uh is equal to that card's mana cost which is nuts because uh flashback is usually more expensive uh than the normal casting cost of the card and so to give everything in your graveyard flashback and at a reduced cost is is bonkers i think uh and yeah. this is a five drop so you're gonna have some stuff in there by that time uh and then being able to have your stuff not be countered that you're casting out of your graveyard especially if you're playing against a counter spell heavy decks i think this this you know what I, I wouldn't normally include something that's like a five drop like this uh unless you're playing like some type of control strategy and even if you are playing counters there's a good amount of counters that are in our uh our uh, format that you can cycle as well. So I think you still can play counters with this creature, but just have cycle no. counters, huh? No, no. I you, mean, uh, you can you can have them in your deck, but if you have this guy out, right, and you draw a counter card, oh yeah, 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 yeah cycle right, it yeah. out of your hand, so it's not a dead card yeah. anymore, right? And then you can get something else, right? So you, I think you still can use counters in this deck, just like ones that. Only the ones that have cycling that you can get rid of. Uh, so I I think it's cool. Uh, what do you think, Drunken? Uh, yeah, I think it's cool. I am not a huge fan of this card, but I'm glad you picked it because I think it's an interesting card. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> each instant and sorcery card in your graveyard has flashback is always good. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the flashback cost is equal to the card's mana cost. Um that is cool. I just think for five mana, it's really steep for our format. Mm-hmm. Um, so I agree. I I just don't know if we're going to see this like at all, if not in some like really obscure weird decks. Mm-hmm. But I look forward to seeing those obscure weird decks, and I hope they do cool shit. I think it could be cool in like Demir, basically. You know, where you okay, uh, like an end piece. Yeah, because like. Basically, you drop this thing, and if you got a bunch of instants and sorceries, you just turned your graveyard literally into your hand at that point. You know, you can recast everything at this exact same costing cost from your graveyard. So I think this is like, yeah, it, you know, as a five drop, I normally wouldn't include this, but it's just that that second ability of this is so nutty. Like, <laughs> you know, and they can't counter yeah, anything yeah. at that point. Uh, yeah, I think it's yeah. I think it's crazy um so anyways uh that was uh you that, know it works really good against this card uh kill spells <laughs> i guess what's that yeah well that does too yeah. but sun gold sentinel works real good against this card because <laughs> it just starts exiling shit out of the graveyard that's true graveyard hate is always good to play in yeah. uh historic yeah because of insane things like this <laughs> you know mm-hmm. so all right that was main phase two uh those are some cards that we think are gonna you know possibly have an impact in historic or at at the very least are are interesting and impactful um and with that we'll move into our end step end step (laughs) 
And it looks like, uh, you know. Never gets old. Yeah. It looks like we're running a, a little long again. And, you I, know, Apollo's not here. I, how long are we running? Because I have something to talk about. Actually. Oh, no. Go ahead then. Yeah. Okay. Something really fucking bizarre. Okay. All right. Um, I think it's safe to say most people like sandwiches, right? <laughs> it's a weird, this is a weird question. What? But, yeah. I, okay. Right? Like, I'll play along. You like a good, tasty sandwich? Uh, sure. Yeah. I, okay. Okay. My wife does not like fucking sandwiches, <laughs> dude. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with her, dude. <laughs> How, like, how what? do you just not like sandwiches, dude? I, they're like the taste, like they're some of the tastiest things out there. They're simple, but it's just like good, you know, comfort food. Yeah, what? Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there, man. Weird as hell. Like, I, you know, you find out things about your loved ones every day, new things. Yeah. And I found that out and I was like, you just blew my goddamn mind. Yeah. And we what? may have to get divorced now. Like that is <laughs> like, I'm going on. I'm going on a record. You, you know, just like, found that, that out. How have you not? You guys eat a lot too. You guys go out all the time. Like, how do you have you not like come across like you know a fucking well, sandwich? Well, it was it was really like um, uh, I, I just noticed it over time. You know, it's like, hey, uh, let's go get something to eat. I'd be like, oh, a sandwich sounds good. And she's like, nah. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, just don't feel like it. And then, uh, like, uh-huh. I'd say it again. You know, it's a process of elimination. She's like, mm, no. And then finally, I'm like, you know, after a long-ass time of, like, being married and shit, I'm like, do you, do you not like sandwiches? And she's like, yeah, you know, no. I'm like, what the fuck? Just all sandwiches. Anyway, all sandwiches. Yeah. What? I mean, not all, but she just generally does not want them so, or like them. So I don't know. She's got problems, man. That's like problems. that's like not liking pizza. I don't. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I yeah, want to. I, <laughs> I want to move on. This from realization this. blew my fucking mind. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. It's like I don't want to. I want to move on from this, but it's really like hurting my my brain as well. Uh, yeah. I, I don't. Okay. Uh, I thought I'd just bring this up real quick because it's just like it was been bothering me it's been eating away at me and i think it's like for the rest of my life this okay. is gonna eat away at me like, yeah she doesn't like sandwiches yeah <laughs> i mean she's great but i mean if you left her because of this i think i would understand you know uh, yeah i think it's understandable yeah. i think i you know i just have to make her understand <laughs> i think so i'm kidding mary okay but uh yeah yeah i mean therapy i suggest yeah i suggest therapy there's something (laughs) something, absolutely something there uh all right well that was fucking weird so let's move Mm -hmm. into our cleanup phase clean up clean up is social media promo so take it away dragon okay so um yeah this is where i just go through and tell you all our social media promos thing is recently uh and when i say recently over this past week or weekend i've been uh trying to um consolidate all of our social media shit so it's more searchable easier to find um so basically now you can just look up mana rant and you will find us before we were going by the mana dorks when our podcast first started was the mana dorks podcast our opening still says Mana Dorks Podcast. I am going to change it soon. Um, it's just a matter of having the time to do it. So I know this is very long-winded. But um, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, any type of audio app. Um, if you search Mana Rant, 
you can find, you know, if you aren't watching this live on Twitch right now, um, you can find us on Twitch if you search Mana Rant. You can find us on YouTube if you search Mana Rant or Mana Dorks, but now I think we're more searchable under Mana Rant. Um, and uh, yeah, you can join our Discord, um, which I will probably put a little animation in our uh, YouTube video. Mm-hmm. I don't have it on me what our um, Discord um, invite is, but yeah, if it's searchable, it's under Mana Rant. It'll be in the links too, yeah. Yeah, it'll be in the links. But uh, yeah, yeah. Cool. Thanks for thanks for staying with us uh, through all this. You know, like we're terrible at marketing. We have no idea what we're doing. Uh, so <laughs> we've been no. kind of figuring this out as we go along. And uh, yeah, so we're we're kind of switching to something that you know there was a whole bunch of other like mana dorks out there which we didn't realize once we kind of like took this on. Uh, so yeah, I think mana Rand is just kind of better for the way it, uh, to go forward. So now we are going to move into our discard phase discard phase drink them up boys <laughs> you heard the lady uh so discard is where we uh you know finish the rest of our drinks that we had so uh you know uh thanks everybody for joining us on uh, this episode of manorant and hopefully uh we'll see you guys next week and uh, you know cheers to everybody out there cheers to you drunken door Like always, thank you very much, and cheers, everyone. See you next week, hopefully. Yep. All right, guys. All right. Peace out.